You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. I am Glenn DeGeek, coming to you from the Gothi Forest Campground in Dunellen, Florida. That's not true. You're at a Walmart parking lot That's to get true. internet. Because <laughs> the Gothi Forest Campground had no internet whatsoever. <laughs> I'm Jamie Jennings in Norman. We're transparent on the show, okay? <laughs> I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for Friday, March 31st, episode 3150, brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, horse people. It's Friday, and another weekend of riding is a few short hours away. Jamie and Glenn are here to help you make it through the day with some fun guests and some really bad ads. Enjoy the show. Well, today on the show, we have co-owner of Kentucky Performance Products coming on. Her name is Delia Nash, and she owns a racehorse, and it won a big race in Dubai on Saturday, and we're all pretty excited about that. We're going to talk to her. Plus, Jamie visited the amazing sculptor Jocelyn Russell and saw the newest Secretariat sculpture before it went on the road. I saw some videos me yesterday of news reports from around the country of the sculpture going down the road. Down the yeah, road. they had the helicopter following it here in Oklahoma, and so you could see the footage, and they were like, that's pretty much as fast as Secretary ran. They're going 70, you know? <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> It was cool to see it. And they haul it. I think it surprised a lot of people that they haul it in, a, in an open trailer. So it's, I wonder if it's too high for a, it's a big statue. I wonder if it's too too tall for an enclosed trailer. I don't know. Probably. But it it is interesting to see it driving down the road. So if, yeah, so if my sound sounds a little different today, I am in a Walmart parking lot. Uh, we, we yesterday arrived at the campground at the Gothi Forest. So there's two forests in Ocala. There's the Ocala National Forest, which is to the east of Ocala and is absolutely enormous. And then there's the Gothi State Forest to the west of Ocala. And that is where all the endurance riders descend in the winter to practice. Because the Gothi Forest is 54,000 acres. And there are, uh, by the way, I was... I thought Gothi was a strange name. It's named for J.T. Gothi, from whom the land was purchased in 1992. So I don't know who J.T. Gothi was, but he owned 54,000 acres in Florida. So he's doing something right. So there's seven separate trailheads at the Gothi Forest, and most are set up for horses. They have bathrooms, wash areas, water, parking, and motorcycles, apparently. Um, And hundreds of miles of trails. There's hundreds of miles of trails in here. So that's why the endurance riders descend here and also the carriage drivers, because you can the, the paths are wide enough for carriages and you, the endurance riders can just go forever without ever crossing their path. Yes, we have the horses. Uh, they have stalls at this campground. They have paddocks and everything. So we're going to be dry. I'm going to be we're going to be driving riding for the next three days out in the forest. I'm looking forward to that. And it's beautiful weather here. I mean, it's in the 80s and just nice breeze blowing and beautiful but there you go if you ever get to ocala we have two great big forests here which you wouldn't picture but we do so i'm going to do daily winnies 
have a bunch of auditor birthdays today. Paula Hansford, Sarah Gross, Hannah Barker, Jennifer Pig, April Kamek, and Nikki Porter, host of the Take the Reins Canada Horse podcast, and Dr. Siemens. It's his birthday, too. So happy birthday to all of you. I have to add one because it was brought to my attention that yesterday was Anna Sewell's birthday. Of course, the author of Black Beauty. May she rest in peace. So my daily Winnie, speaking of how are things going to fly over our farm, I got this horse in training. He's a chestnut. He kind of came, he came with a lot of hair. His name is, his name is Headlights On. And Headlights On came to me with like that kind of just thoroughbred rescue. He never raced and because he had some like sore on his front legs and they just turned him out and he's just kind of been turned out for a long time. He went to the rescue and then came to me for training. And so he's kind of like has matted hair underneath his legs. It's just got that long stringy kind of yucky, unhealthy hair. And, uh, the daily when he goes to hands on gloves, I made the best connection with that horse yesterday because of hands on gloves. He just hasn't really liked being touched a lot and all this. And, and, and just, he kind of sensitive. I mean, as a chestnut thoroughbred young kind of unhandled chestnut thoroughbred. I put those gloves on yesterday, Glenn, I posted a video. I had to keep him from turning around and scratching me. He kept trying to scratch me back with the gloves on. I was like, no, 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 don't need that. Thank you. You can just stand there and take it. And I put, I put these hands on gloves. You know, I, there's no substitute. They're not a sponsor of ours, but there's no substitute to the brand. Those are just the best ones. And then I had the stupid gloves on and all the dogs were coming up and I was like, oh, cool. So I just started brushing all the dogs and all of them just like melted because of these gloves. Anyway, they're awesome. If you don't have a pair, don't buy like a generic one on Amazon. Get the actual thing because they are awesome. And again, those are hands on gloves and headlights on. Now loves me, which is so nice. <laughs> and that was not a paid commercial. <laughs> no, it was not. They are not a sponsor. I just love the product. Yeah, I do too. We use them all the time on the ponies, especially when it's shedding season. It's They're just so nice when it's shedding season. Mm -hmm. I saw something unique on Facebook. So Chad had an iPad that he used for being a pilot and then they upda updated them and you could like buy the iPad back from the company after they wiped it. So you send the iPad back, they wipe it, they send it back to you. And so I now have an iPad because I can't see my phone anymore because it's so small and my, I'm old. <laughs> Your phone shrunk. <laughs> it's shrunk. It's weird. It doesn't matter how big I make the text. It's just too, too small. <laughs> so I bought this iPad. Use you know, they make something for that. Do you know that? Yeah, iPads. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what they make. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's what yeah. I meant. Yeah. Um, so I'm setting it up. And did you know that as I, I'm trying to get logged onto Facebook and it gave me this option for legacy contacts? And it says Facebook now lets people choose a legacy contact to manage their account if something happens to them. And so you can choose somebody to be in charge of your Facebook page if you die. And so I was like, well, who would I choose? Would I choose Chad? No, no. First of all, he won't log on to Facebook. Second of all, you never know what's in there. You know, I've had Facebook a long time. <laughs> So I'm like, who, if I died, would be responsible for wiping any sort of computer history that I have, you know, but it's just Facebook. So I sent it to my friend, Larissa, 
And uh, it, it, it's this form letter that they send. It says, hi, Larissa. Facebook now lets people choose a legacy contact to manage their account if something happens to them. Since you know me well and I trust you, I chose you. Please let me know if you want to talk about this. And I got a response back <laughs> from Larissa. It would be my honor to post copious amounts of your horse videos in the unlikely event of your untimely demise. It is the honor of a lifetime. <laughs> I didn't know they were doing this now. I'd never seen it before. I wonder if it's because I just like logged onto a new thing and it was making me go through all these security things. And it was like, basically, if you die, this person will be responsible it, for your stuff. Well, that's good because it was always a hassle when somebody died. If you didn't have their password, you had to go through all this hassle with death certificates and everything else to get access to their account. Oh. So, so this is a good thing. Yeah, I, I have to look. It must be in the settings someplace. She she and I have discussed like what would happen to 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 our <clears throat> excuse me our horses if one of us had an untimely demise, and uh, she's like, well, I'm just gonna give them to you, and I was like, oh god, you have like 15. Okay, I'll take them, <laughs> but you Did gotta you take mine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, if something ever happens to us, um, just uh, ask the listeners who wants Scooter and who wants Nigel, and I'm sure there'll be two listeners that'll pick them up. So we'll have a you, hundred. You, you'll have to auction Scooter, I think. <laughs> are you giving me this responsibility? Yes. Yeah, I'm going to send you a form letter through Facebook. Okay. Um, if giving... for some reason something happens to you and I have to auction off your horses, do I get to keep the money? Yeah, put it in Lucas's college fund. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Done. All right, yeah. And Scooter, <laughs> you'll probably get a hundred thousand for Scooter. I, I I seriously doubt it. But <laughs> you know what? All of our horses are priceless, so it's that's right. To so us, <laughs> if you can find a happy home for the both of them, I'd appreciate it. I will. I'll get on Facebook and send you a letter right now. Speaking of happy homes, God, man, I seriously am like on a daily, daily drama with this Andalusian of mine. He's almost four. I can ride him. You guys know he tripped because he's fat and lazy, but he's also a glutton, and he has now taken the the spot of Zeus. So it's like, damn it, miles all the time. He keeps getting out. If he's in the stall, he bangs on the door for food. And once he gets food, he only gets a tiny bit. And so then everybody else is still eating and he's already done. So then he bangs some more and then he can open all the doors and let himself out. It's so annoying. I'm like, I just rehomed you. Why have you now Zeus's soul has left his body and is now in my Andalusian miles. And it is. You always have to have one. There always I am, has to be one. You know what? I'm like, I don't have to have one. And every day I'm like, if you don't turn around, you're going to be for sale. Like I threaten him all the time. I'm like, that's it. I'm and putting. Apparently I'm putting that's that working up. well. I'm putting <laughs> that up. You're gone every day. So just know that one of these days, don't be surprised if I'm like, hi, I have. You can auction them off with Scooter and Nigel. Yeah, well, I'd rather you not be dead before I sell my horse, so <laughs> great. Coming up now, we have one of the co-owners. Yes, we always hear from Karen from Kentucky Performance Products, but there's another co-owner to Kentucky Performance Products. Her name is Delia, and apparently Delia is, owns a racehorse that has done very well. Killing it. Uh, so, yeah, so we're going to talk to her about her racehorse right now. Delia, you have a, how many racehorses do you own, by the way? Well, I guess it's really only one right now. I did have another one in training up to uh, a week or two ago, but uh, for now, um, 
she's probably going to take up a career oh. as a broodmare. Well, one's pretty good when you have this one. So, <laughs> yeah, so you, tell you us only if, need one when you when you have a horse like Sevilius. You only need one. So, how did you get Sevilius? Um, myself and my partner June Park, um, we bought him in the January sale um, with the plan of um, selling him back in the September sale and. Uh, as things worked out, it just didn't pan out. Um, there was a few little things on his x-rays that uh, people didn't like. Um, so we, we didn't sell him. So we, uh, we I, I was going to say we decided we'd have a racehorse, but it was kind of decided for us. And uh, I don't think we have any regrets where we sit today. <laughs> <laughs> no, and let's explain why. So Sibelius, um, he had up until the point where the race we're going to talk about, he had winnings of about almost a half a million dollars, right? That's right. Yeah, just under half a million. So have you been running him? I mean, you've been running him since you bought him? Yes, yes. We um, uh, that's that sale that we were aiming for uh, was a yearling sale. So um, after that, we we. Uh, sent him to Jeff Mulcahy here in Kentucky to break him. And uh, then he went uh, up to Jerry. Jerry was uh, based in uh, Laurel at the time. He went up to Jerry at the early part of his three-year-old year, um, if I recall correctly. And his first race was at Laurel Park in March as a three-year-old. And uh, he ran a fabulous race for his first race. I mean, he ran a little bit green, but... uh, he ran second, and after that race, you know, we knew that he had some some talent. Now we weren't thinking Grade One talent, and that we'd be in Dubai a couple of few years later, uh, but we knew he had some talent. And uh, his next race was here at Keeneland about a month later in April, and uh, he broke his maiden in that race. And um, after that, things, you know, like horse racing, it's the ups and downs, and we had some downs. He. Uh, just had some bad luck and races didn't just pan out uh, for him in his next three races, I guess. And then we decided that we would turn him out for, you know, 40 or 60 days and just kind of let him mature a little bit physically. Um, I mean, he had no issues. He's always been a very, very sound horse and also very, very sound of, of mind. But we just kind of felt that a little break was in order uh, before the winter. And since we brought him back in, you know, he's he really hasn't ran a bad race. He he came back and ran at Aqueduct. Uh, he he won second time back at Aqueduct, and um, I think when we really, you know, felt that we 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 had something was this summer, this past summer in Saratoga. He he went up there in July and ran third in a very very tough race, and came back a month later and won and. Uh, you know, it's kind of been a fabulous ride since. It's Saratoga is a very special place to 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 run at and to win was was very very special. I mean, I was on cloud nine for for days after that, and uh, I bet. He, he's just he's just been a fabulous horse for us. Let so me, how let, let me go yeah, over ahead, something <clears throat> real quick, Glenn. Just so those know, 
first of all, you did right by the horse. At some point, you gelded him probably to help him f- with some focus. Uh, you castrated him. You gave him the time when he needed it. You started his first race at three. This, and, and these horses are born and bred for this. And it just sounds like the best interest of the horse uh, has been looked after the whole time. And now these numbers, 19 starts, seven first, three seconds, three thirds, earnings of $1.6 million. Congratulations. You've just done it all right. Well, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of people involved in, in that. It's been a it's been a great group of people. You know, my partner June Park um, is a fabulous guy to be partners with, and uh, Jerry O'Dwyer and his team uh, they they do a fantastic job. You know, the attention to detail. They love the horse probably probably even more than June and I do because they're with him every day, um, and they just you know they just do a fabulous job by him. But you're right, and you know, I mean, everybody gets impatient, and there's been times when we've been, you know, thinking, well, where are we headed to? But if you're going to be in horse racing, in my opinion, you know, you have to be patient, and you have to do right by the horse, or else, you know, you, you're not going to have any long term uh, gain if 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 you don't. And uh, you know, I mean, my God, look what he look what he's done for us. You know, I mean, he's. He's just, he's repaid us a million times over. And, and, you know, it's not all about money. I mean, money obviously is great, but it it was probably an hour after the race on Saturday when Jerry turned to me and he said, I just recalled what the purse is in this race. You know, I mean, that is all. (laughs) That was a bonus. (laughs) Yeah, let's talk about that. So, So do you get invited to go to Dubai or do you choose to go? Qualify. You, you, you have to get invited. Um, I you know, You can so. kind of let, let it be known that you might have some interest in going, um, but you you have to be officially invited. So um, it was in the back of our head in the back end of the year that if he if he showed form, this you know it was a goal that we had. Um, and on New Year's Eve, when he won the Great Three, the, Pro- the Mister Prospector at Gulfstream, you know it was. Opportunities started to open up at that point. Um, we, we did have the opportunity to go to Saudi Arabia as well um, for their big uh, their big day, which was a, a month prior. And um, we were very tempted to to attempt both of them. And I mean, we were very privileged to get the the invitation to Saudi as well as Dubai. And we just, you know, again, it was one of those things. Initially, we thought, yeah. We'll, we'll go for both, why not? And the more that we, we sat and thought about it, um, it just, you know, our, our gut uh, and I think Jerry's head um, said that we should just focus on our original goal of, of, of Dubai. And, um, you know, I think it, it's a, there were a couple of horses that did boat races and uh, and, and and ran well. Uh, Gunnite was in boat races and he, he ran a great race on Saturday. But we definitely did the right thing for Sabinius. You know, he he just couldn't have been in better form um, physically and mentally. He traveled great. Uh, I mean, he traveled like he'd just gone from... Keeneland to Churchill, uh, which is pretty typical of him. You know, he doesn't, it, it, nothing like that phases him. And he just, I mean, we enjoyed the week out there, but I think he enjoyed it more than anybody. He just had such presence on the track every morning and 
just kind of stood there and surveyed his kingdom and uh, he got a lot of attention just because of that you know he just he he just kind of stood out a little bit well, Delia, this is the Dubai Golden Shaheen race that we're talking about. It was a $2 million race, and I'm going to play the race call right now, and then I want to ask you about something after. Going up on the outside, Switzerland in mid-pack after a good beginning, and then comes CZ Rocket, remake, roadblock, and Red Lazelle at the back of the pack. Hopkins up top as they make their way around the far turn. Sound Money and Gunite are right up alongside the three of them across the track. Tuz is next, Sibelius cuts the corner in fourth, and they're into the stretch. It's Hopkins and Gunite on the outside. The American horses won two. These two come into the final furlong together. Sound Money between those two. Running in third, Sibelius trying to run up the rail. Switzerland is putting in his run on the outside. It is Hopkins in front. On the outside comes Gunite. Here comes Switzerland. Sibelius down toward the rail. They're coming down to the finish. And it is very close. Oh, was it Switzerland or Sibelius? Well, there you heard it. Delia, did you like have a freaking heart attack? This was close. Well, it was, I, I, it was, it was like an out of body experience. And uh, I mean, every night I sit, <laughs> I sit at home and I look back on the race and I look back on the photos and I look back on the interviews and I, I question if that was really me that was there because it truly was <laughs> like just this crazy experience. Um, you know, the the race did not play out like we had hoped or we had planned for him. You know, he typically is a horse that likes to what, run from You didn't plan on a photo finish at the end? <laughs> no, we certainly didn't, but we were happy to take it. Um, so we the emotions that went through that race, you know, when we didn't get the break that we wanted, you know, he's probably half a length further behind than what we would need. And uh, we we were we were pretty concerned, you know, we were standing at the rail and... Uh, we were pretty concerned, but, you know, Ryan Moore, I mean, there, there are no words for the ride that he gave him. And uh, once he started making his run, you know, obviously the emotions changed to nothing I can describe. And we thought we had it at, at the line. And then, you know, then it was the photo finish and uh, that took forever. So I, I, other than magical and just like any no feeling I've ever had before, I can't really describe what what that was like i mean it was just I it was bet. just like a haze yeah i was reading some of the article and, and your trainer jerry o'dwyer was saying we th- we thought we had it but then it took forever and then we started questioning ourselves and it sounds like that was just really scary what i do love about this horse is you know his assistant trainer which most of these big horses with these big trainers they have a lot of assistants that do the day-to-day and his assistant trainer chelsea i think he said drab is also his exercise rider so this horse has a family surrounding him you know he does he's got a very very special group of people around him and uh you know chelsea just did a fantastic job and after the race, I mean, we didn't see her for several hours later because she wouldn't leave the barn until she was 150% sure that, you know, that he had fully recovered and was tucked in for the night. Um, and, you know, obviously you want to go and celebrate, and, but her responsibilities with Sibelius came first. And, um, you know, there's a, there's a special bond there um, uh, with Chelsea and Sibelius and Ricardo, who's his groom, uh, who wasn't able to travel. Uh, I was at uh, Palm Meadows back in January and, you know, just standing at the barn, you can see Sibelius, just his demeanor, just light up when he sees Ricardo, you know, that's his person. So, 
there's some very, very special special bonds there and uh, just the whole team have done a fantastic job and you know we were we were all like a little family out in Dubai we 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 hung together for the whole you know the whole duration and that made it special too you know nothing against these big trainers but you don't have that access to them or just that that closeness and we just had you know we we went to the barn together every morning we came back we had breakfast we went sightseeing we went out for dinner it's just a great experience that's awesome. Now, I do. I did what? see that Sibelius is supposed to go. Potentially, there's nothing set in stone, but to be on the undercard for the Kentucky Derby, which would be great. And uh, now that he is a gelding, does do you have any plans for him off the track competing in the Retired Racehorse Project or anything like that? Talk to us about Sibelius's future. Well, we hope he's got a, a a long career yet. He's only five, and being a gelding, we we hope he's he's got uh, he's he's got a lot to do yet on the racetrack. Um, like Breeders' Cup, Breeders' Cup this year, Breeders' Cup. <laughs> yeah, we 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 we've got our sights set on set on California for sure. I mean, that's the starting out the year. I mean, that was probably the 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 target and then just working our way backwards and you know when when the opportunities came up to go to the Middle East um you know that was fantastic but yes Breeders Cup is definitely our our end goal for for this year and um you know if he stays sound we hope we might be back uh, in Dubai next year but you know regardless um he will have a very very happy retirement wherever you know whatever that entails he's the type of horse that loves um, loves interaction, loves his job. So I certainly do see a second career for him. Um, I'm just going to say that I, I train off the track thoroughbreds for second career. It's just, <laughs> just throwing my hat on the ring. I'll put you on the list. Unfortunately for, for, for you, Jamie, uh, Jerry's wife, Alison, um, has been very active in in that sector. She actually won it uh, at least once, I think. Um, so I think you might have to fight her for that. <laughs> well, you know what? I'll well, do what I got to do. <clears throat> you let me know. <laughs> Before we wrap up here, we have to talk about another success story and congratulate Kentucky Performance Products on their 25th anniversary. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, it's... Uh, it's a, it's a special year so far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're having a good one, and you know you. I mean, Kentucky Performance Products has been with us since we started the Horse Radio Network. So, believe it or not, we are in our fifteenth year. So wow, we've been I around with Kentucky that. Performance. Yeah, I know. We've been around with Kentucky Performance Products for basically half of your life and all of our life, and we really appreciate your support. <laughs> And you and Karen are have been terrific to us, and we hope that uh, we know that we know that our listeners uh, are, have been contacting you, and a lot of them talk to Karen and and buy the product. And Jamie and I both have all kinds of KPP buckets in our barns. So thank you well, for all the support over the years, and congratulations on your success. Thank you very much, and you know it's been a great partnership with you guys. So we we appreciate that. Um, so onwards and upwards for more success all around. <laughs> And uh, you're not bringing uh, uh, your horse, uh, Sibelius, to the September sale this year, are you? No, he won't be going in any sale. Not, <laughs> not my, not my ownership, Patty. <laughs> you know what they say? Uh, they say when you, you you go to sell a horse and they don't pass the X-rays, the ones that don't pass 
the ones that pass the pre-purchase, you sell. The ones that don't pass the pre-purchase, you take to the Olympics. So he's in the Olympics of go. his <laughs> choice. So there you go. This is that is the exact story of don't ride the X-rays. Get out there and get it done. Exactly. The next horse that we can sell, we'll have very high expectations for. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations again, Delia, and thanks again for all your support. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much, guys. I had the chance to sit down with my friend Jocelyn Russell. She's become my friend because she keeps doing secretariat monuments here in Norman, Oklahoma. There's a founder here. Who knew? So uh, I started going to see her a couple of years ago with her first one. This is her second of this monument. And then I know she's got some other secretariat stuff in the works. Anyway, I got to go sit down with her before she takes secretariat on the road. And uh, we're going to learn a little bit about that. I'm sitting here at the Crucible, the foundry here in Norman with one of my favorite people on the planet, Jocelyn Russell. Hi, Jocelyn. Hi, Jamie. So happy to be here. Thank you so much for letting me pop by and spend some time with Big Red. Yes, we've got number two going here at the Foundry Life and a Half. It's the largest monument ever sculpted of him, and we got two in the edition. So this one uh, is slated for uh, Virginia. He's going to be installed hopefully at Ashland, Virginia, which is real close to where he was fold in Doswell. Now, is he going to a, I think I read something about a university or he's, where is he going to be um, sitting or running? Yes, he's going to Randolph-Macon College. They have offered a piece of property right adjacent to the train station there. Amtrak comes through Ashland, Virginia, and the town has approved it, and they're uh, in the middle of uh, surveying, I believe, to section off that little uh, piece of property to have him there permanently installed. So we're hoping for donors to come on board. We're just now in the fundraising steps, but we've got quite a few donations coming in already. And that's for this one or the other one? Or this one. This one. Okay. So what I'm seeing here is the same one that went to Versailles, uh, Versailles, for those of you who... I mean, yeah. is he in Ver- he's Lex- in Versailles, Lexington. like Lexington, Lexington. Versailles yeah. area. Um, and it's the same one, but it's number two. Is that why there's a number two on the saddle cloth instead of the 1A? No. So when we did the first one in 2019, got them installed in September, I believe, or October, September, um, 2019, it was 1A on the, uh, the cloth representing the Derby right. win in the Triple Crown. Um, going to Virginia, I offered to make this one uh, more original for Virginia. So we replaced the 1A with the number two for uh, depicting the Belmont race ah. of 1973. So as everybody probably knows, those three track records um, during the races were was broken by Secretariat and uh, the the records still stand all three of them 50 years later and this is the 50th anniversary of the running of the triple crown and tomorrow let's see tomorrow is the 29th the 30th happens to be secretariat's 53rd birthday wow so he was birthed in virginia 53 years ago on thursday and we will be delivering him to virginia um on his birthday so essentially a second delivery in Virginia for Secretariat. So this is the same one that has Ron Turcotte up. It's in the full stretch run. But you're also working on another one, which to me is a very iconic picture of Secretariat 
while he's at stud galloping in the paddock at Claiborne Farms. Tell us about that one. Yes. Okay. So that one um, was commissioned. Actually, it happened so quickly. I was there in September and uh, in Paris, Kentucky, which is just down the road from Claiborne. And uh, Bobby Shiflett has frames on Main uh, Gallery. And I said, you know, Bobby, you own the rights to that iconic photo of uh, Tony Leonard's. What are the chances that I could possibly use that uh, pose for uh, another monument or at least a smaller um, sculpture secretariat. So I said, well, doable, of course, but I said, I'll be uh, in uh, at Briarfest uh, in Kentucky in July. Get some people together if you want to talk about it. And man, he got a group of people together that are movers and shakers and boom, boom, boom. All of a sudden, I needed to be working on a sculpture. Wow. So, so it's a Tony Leonard photograph? It's a Tony Leonard. Oh, wow. Yeah. And Bobby uh, and I believe another business partner own the rights to the Tony Leonard collection. Right. So, uh, so yeah, essentially, and it's very confusing for people because I have two Secretariat monuments happening again for this year, even though this one that's going to Virginia is number two in the edition, and most people already saw number one in 2019, and it'll look very, very similar except for the number two on uh, his arm uh, band and also the number cloth. So, um, yeah, it... The other one that's going to Paris, I had to sculpt completely. Uh, it's a little over life size, but start with the clay. And I just got them delivered to the mold maker in Colorado. And we'll have that one done delivering to Claiborne Farm, hopefully in time for an unveiling November 11th. And where is he going to go? He's going to go downtown Paris. Okay. And um, did I say clay? He was, he was delivered by airplane Oh. Wow. Uh, November 11th, 1973 when he retired officially and um so we're going to be the doing the unveiling in paris kentucky on the wait the secretariat flew from where was he when he had to fly? was he in santa anita no this last race i believe was at the woodbine but i don't know where he came from i mean i should know all these things i I should (laughs) but did you ever know that you'd become this like secretariat expert i'm not (laughs) i don't know you and i were doing a deep dive into the testicles and sheath placement of a galloping racehorse i'm like you tell me what it looks like going 40 miles an hour because i don't know nobody knows nobody has a camera down there you gotta put a gopro or one of those little drones at 40 miles an hour but no, I've learned a lot about him, but there's so much that I don't know. And the people that have followed him for 50 years, which of course I knew about him, but I wasn't, you know, a diehard fan until I was asked to do the monument and then I couldn't get enough information on him. Right. So I'm still learning. Um, there's so many things that I miss, but you, Jamie, helped me with that 40 mile an hour sheath and testicles. Well, so. if there's one thing I like to lay claim to, it's that I helped shape Secretariat's <laughs> sheath <Junk>. and <laughs> junk. Now, for those who don't know, we just replayed an interview we did with Robin Hutton, who wrote Sergeant Reckless, the book. Well, all the sculptures of Sergeant Reckless that are all over the country, including the Kentucky Horse Park, were done by Miss Jocelyn Russell. Yeah, that was the big break. So I would not have gotten this monument project without Robin. Really? So she contacted me back in 20... I, I, ne- I always forget the dates. 2011, I think, is when she first contacted me. And I think we installed the first monument of Reckless in 2013. And we've placed uh, six total. Wow. Um, 
they're all over the place. They're at the the Kentucky Horse Park. There's one at the National Museum of the Cowgirl, Cowgirl Museum. Um, I always get that wrong. And the National Museum of the Marine Corps, that's right. Okay. Um, and then there's one in Ohio, and one went to the World Equestrian Center in Ocala, Florida. Right, they have it there. I've seen and that iconic really photo. A beautiful photo of that one. But yeah, without Robin, um, actually, I think this, if this comes out on Wednesday, we're sponsored by the World Equestrian Center. So. Oh, Mary Roberts is phenomenal. We we went to visit her um, in March of last year and saw how she installed the horse, and it was just amazing. So I'm hoping to get back there, and uh, we are probably going to do a line of resin castings models of Secretariat. There's, there's a big demand for that, and. Really? Yeah, so that's a whole new thing, and Mary's may be interested in some of that. But um, anyhow, uh, without Robin, I wouldn't have gotten this. She was she installed Reckless in the horse park. Her buddy uh, Ted Bassett. Oh yeah, uh, who Ted is Bassett. Now I believe a hundred and two. I've read his book. It's yes. an amazing book yeah. about his life in Keeneland, and he's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So Ted said, "I have a buddy that needs a secretariat uh, oh, wow. monument. Are you interested? And would Jocelyn help us?" and that's how it all started. So Ted from Bassett Reckless, and Robin Hutton, yep. these are like who's who yeah. of, you know, the horse world. So yeah, yeah. now um, for those who may not know about you, are you a horse chick? So I was raised in the Colorado country. Um, we had an acre and a half and my dad said that we didn't have enough room. Oh, for dads are the worst. Oh, daddy. <laughs> but my mom went out and got me some goats. And okay. so we built a goat pen and it was just big enough for a baby donkey. So I got a baby donkey. Okay. My mom went behind my dad's back, got a donkey for me. And I could ride that donkey because she was out of a mammoth jack. And because you're a kid and you're just like, I'm just going to ride that donkey because you won't give me a horse. Yeah. And so, and her name was Hody, Donkey Hody. <laughs> and Sorry to and I loved that little donkey and I could ride her just like a horse. Um, I didn't get my own horse until I was 18. I moved out, and the first thing I did was get my own horse because I always wanted a horse. Well, I didn't know anything about horses, yeah. and um, he was a handful. And so you I mean your par- you didn't uh, buy a perfectly trained horse like oh, most gosh, no. people he don't a, do? <laughs> he was a nine-month-old gelding from Hank Weasel. Oh, you're going to grow together? Yeah. yeah. That's what, what could I possibly go wrong? Exactly. And I had no place to put him, so I had to you know rent a stable and you know some pasture for him and. Of course, I didn't have the time to spend with them because I was working at the vet clinic and I was young and stupid and didn't know about horses. But uh, I did learn a lot. Um, I married a rancher uh, when I was 22 or 3, and we raised cattle in southern Colorado, and so we did have our own horses, and we had a beautiful quarter horse that taught me how to ride. Um, but I was always a horse fanatic. Yeah. Crazy about them. I was always painting them or drawing them or trying to ride someone else's horse. Anything I'd get my hands on that was horse related, I was nuts about it. So um, it was really excited when I, when I got reckless, I was just brimming with, oh my gosh, I get to do it this tied, horse. It tied together your two passions, yes. which is the art right. and the horses. Right. And, and I mean, uh, there's no story about horses more amazing than Reckless's no, story. She was, she was amazing. She was iconic, like Secretary in her own way. Um, so what horse is next then? Because you've done know. Reckless and Secretariat. I can't even pluck one out of the, you know what? Um, I would like to petition sponsors to do a Zeus sponsored, uh, is it monument? So those of you who are interested in seeing Zeus, he's my Mustang. Oh, <laughs> he's oh, just nothing so but sweet. trouble. Well, maybe 
could turn the Paris <laughs> monument into Zeus. I'm sure they wouldn't notice. Yeah, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, it'll we'll be just, fine. We'll do a different color patina <laughs> on him. And, and yeah, it'll be fine. Is he a gilding? Yeah. Oh, well, Sorry, we'll have to remove the testicles. Yeah, I know. Dang I it. I've not castrated in bronze yet. But <laughs> I've castrated a lot of dogs and cats when I work for the vet, but yeah. not a horse Bronze castration bronze. has to be pretty difficult. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so you. much about that, I know. We? Why we're obsessed with. With those things. Um, anyway, uh, thank you so much for letting me come out and visit. It's always a pleasure to have you here and to be on the show. And we, uh, I'm, uh, the whole show and the whole network is super huge fans of yours. So you have to follow us when we take, so this secretariat, number two for the Belmont, is going to Ashland, but only for about two and a half weeks. Then I come, I fly back in, and I rent a truck, and I trailer him to all three of the Triple Crown races. Oh, my God. You're kidding. Well, we think. So we're working on that. That's awesome. Anyhow, um, three of them have, three of the races have committed to it, but it, there's, you know, you never know till it happens. So I, hopefully he will be um, just out in the open, a flatbed trailer. Like people can go at the Derby, uh, go yep. up and get their picture taken yep. with them. Yep. And yep. they're the ball. Yep. Oh, my gosh. So I've blocked off at least two months of my life to trailer him around and put him on display and then when we're done with the triple crown races we may have a few other stops and then i'm going to return him to ashland and hopefully uh, we'll get all the donors on board uh to place him permanently it's almost ashland. like a wing and a prayer you're just like going for it and just, hopefully just do it all right <laughs> just get do it, it y'all all get right it, well get it, get it. Jocelyn, thank you. Where can people go to learn more about you and your art and see some of the other projects you've been here in Norman? Thank God there's a foundry close by because I get to come visit and see the giraffes and the wolves and all the things that you've done. Where can people go see your art? I would love to say go to my my uh, website. I haven't updated it for probably three years. You're an artist. I am so sorry. But <laughs> I have been posting frequently on the Facebook page. And you have to find my name, Jocelyn Russell, and then look up Secretariat Monuments. And it's all about Secretariat on that Facebook page, and we are we've got uh, I don't know seven or eight thousand followers now. I haven't I haven't looked, but a lot of people are tuning in for this project. And uh, tomorrow we'll pull out on the highway, and you'll I'll, I'll uh, be sending information about our map, our route, and uh, updates as we travel. Uh, I'm not pulling him. Kevin uh, Engel is from Ashland, Virginia area, and uh, I believe. Penny Chenry's daughter is Kate Tweedy is on board with all this too. Correct. She and Robin and Leanne Layden, Wayne Dementi, uh, we kind of formed a Sec VA Secretariat for Virginia group. And you can also go to secretariatforvirginia.com and I believe they have a Facebook page as well that's going to be showing, you know, telling people about what's happening with him in Ashland. I'll bring him back after the Triple Crown and uh, park him in Ashland and we'll see if they get the donors on board. Perfect. Well, best of luck to you and yeah. to, to Big Red back there. Yes. Well, thanks for coming over. I'm glad you got to see him before we pull out tomorrow. He's going to be so cool on the interstate. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because he's, he's gone headfirst behind the truck at 70 miles an hour. And when I trailered the one going to Lexington, I thought he was going to pass me. <laughs> but he didn't. <laughs> well, thanks for putting Lucas to work. He got to polish uh, Big Red and get him shiny. So we love you guys. And uh, thanks for 
being on the show. I'll be back. Thanks for bringing me on board. Well, whether you're training or riding the local trails, there's a Wintech saddle for almost every horse and rider combination. I'm going to stick in here that <clears throat> somebody, farm boy, may be using one of my Wintechs. I have this really big one that I put up for sale. And um, no, I've taken it off the market because farm boy has decided he wants to learn to ride and the Wintech is the saddle of choice in that in that world um jennifer's going to be riding in hers at the what's the name of the place you're at the Gozi forest Gozi forest well the wintech 2000 all purpose is for the riders who want to do a bit of everything from training to fun days with your friends you'll experience total luxury in this top of the range wintech saddle your horse is going to adore the super soft panels which mold in and around their muscles for complete comfort sinking into the deep seat your leg it's going to find this natural groove and your contact and communication will become effortless so you can focus on having fun explore the entire wintech saddles range at wintech-saddles.com enter to win is there something to enter to win you can uh, go to horseradionetwork.com click on the wintech saddle banner and you can enter to win the wintech saddle we're going to be giving away a couple in a couple of weeks at equine affair so anybody can enter to win i think we've had hundreds of entries now and we're going to be choosing the winner on one of those live shows at equine affair you do not have to be present at equine affair to win though because they will be shipping this out of probably australia so when I uh, angrily sell my Andalusian who has a Wintech saddle that's fitted for him, um, the saddle stays. I'm not, not telling you. <laughs> you know, the Andalusian goes, saddle stays. <laughs> that tells you what has priority at that house. All right, <laughs> let's do some really bad ads. Pay it, I say pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but... He can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. bad ads of the time of the week when listeners submit ads either from craigslist or facebook or someplace like that and we have a little bit of fun with them usually they're about horses sometimes other things we've been doing this every year we talked about uh, 15 years do doing uh, our relationship with kentucky performance products well it seems like 15 years we've been doing really <laughs> good ads but we give prizes away every month, and the prizes this month are provided by EcoGold. And the first prize is two pairs of EcoGold horse boots valued at $250. EcoGold exercise boots are breathable, flexible, lightweight, and provide superior support and protection. They don't trap heat, retain moisture, or hold water. Completely neoprene-free, these horse boots are lined with microfiber for a soft, pillowy feel, which prevents rubbing. They are easy to clean and machine washable. The next prize is, oh gosh, this is so cool. Uh, the Eco Gold Secure Saddle Pad. No, no slip, no slide, no problem. Eco Gold Secure Saddle Pad is the most comfortable non slip saddle pad, breathable and hypoallergenic. Its non slip technology has a powerful grip, yet is soft on the horse's skin. A more secure position means you're able to communicate more effectively with your horse. You're going to get to pick the color. And the style, English or Western. So, that, again, that's at almost $200 value. These, these are great prizes. 
All right. We have, why don't you go through the list of people? We, everybody that submits an ad gets entered into the drawing at the end of the month, but we don't always get to all the ads. Who didn't we get to this week? Steph, Amanda, Janelle, Melissa, Allison, Debbie, Caitlin, Faye, and yeah, Caitlin, again, you send another one in. So um, yeah, all of y'all are in the drawing. Very good. The first ad comes from, let me see here. Casey sent this one in. It's Shangamon County Resale. I don't know where that is. I looked it up. Um, Sangamon is in Illinois. Illinois. Black and white diamond bridal set. One and a third carat. Ten carat white gold. Engagement ring worn approximately six months. Wedding band never worn. Uh-oh. My cheating POS ex-fiance's narcissistic behavior is to your benefit, selling way less than paid. And the only reason I decided to sell versus toss it in the landfill is I plan on donating 100% to the local charity benefiting dogs. Atta oh girl! <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> it is a beautiful diamond and engagement set. Can you imagine, though, like, you, like... This is what you wear for the rest of your life is somebody who had this experience and that's on your ring. I don't know. Is it on your ring? I don't know. It's really beautiful, though. I think it comes with bad luck, doesn't it? I know. My cheating POS ex-fiance's narcissistic behavior. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, uh, well, so, she wore, got to wear it for six months before uh, she, she found out, apparently. That's what happened. Exactly. Um, some dude's gonna buy this. We're like discount. <laughs> Sabrina sent this one in, and it looks like a uh, Craigslist ad. There's a bunch of pictures that I can't really see because it's too small. Um, but it says, "Beautiful purebred Arabian horse is trained good. Used to push no punctuation, of course. Is trained good. Used to push cattle and loves to go on trail rides. Kid friendly. Never booked." For a bit, anyone. Never booked for a bit? Never booked. B-O-O-K-E-D for a bit, anyone. I don't know. <laughs> That's just a really bad ad. <laughs> Guys, if you're submitting an ad, like Craigslist has a two-step authentication authentication pro, uh, like process, you should look at your ad before you hit publish. Just saying. I mean, don't because we like to make. Yeah, money. then we'd be out of business. Allison sent this one in. Oh my god! Jeez, oh, it's for a 2004 Ford F one fifty, and they want nine hundred fifty three thousand dollars. And I think, and the, by the way, this is out of British Columbia. And the, I think the reason it's so expensive is because it's unique, and it has it. some unique features. In that you have to fish it off the bottom of the lake because it is sitting sideways. Uh, what looks like off the dock at the lake. I mean, this is hilarious. It's, it's, it's a white truck at the bottom of a lake. And the picture is from the dock. How this just begs. So, I have so many questions. How did it get there? How drunk answer. was the person? They were backing up the boat, the boat uh, trailer to the boat, backed it right in. I've seen it happen. YouTube videos of trucks getting sunk at the boat ramp. Why were they on a dock? It's on a dock. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Wow. That was it. That guy had a bad day. Hey. That was a bad day. Um, the next one comes from Caitlin. Uh, Caitlin said, this is from the Area 1 USEA Facebook page. 
A pretty, pretty horse in the picture. The ad is, I don't want to brag, but I still got it. I know at 19, just 19. Uh, oh, <laughs> now I understand. I'm a 17 hand thoroughbred. And yes, I'm older than some of those quote prospects or those young, sexy guys quote with potential. Yeah. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Seriously. Why struggle when you can have a guy who's been there and done that, who can take you up the levels with no drama. You want training? I can take you there. Three smooth, soft as butter gates scope done baby. Done, baby. Forward, you betcha. Fancy, booyah, spook. No, sir. I'm not going to stray or cheat. I don't smoke or drink. My body is a temple. My current lady is great. She's kept me healthy and strong. But between you and me, she needs a sedan. And I'm a sports car. I still got it. <laughs> don't worry. I may be a sports car. But I've got airbags and brakes and a solid USCA record. You in? PM my lady for honest history videos if you're interested. Low five figures. It really took me a minute to process it's, that it was a horse doing the it, ad. It took me a minute too. Uh, yeah, good ad though. That see that wasn't a bad ad. That was a good ad. But a weird ad. So keep sending it. Yeah. Karen sent this one in. Uh, horse for sale, two hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> oh God. This is going to be fun. I have one big golding horse. He is a big bone, so you must be two, please. 350 for him. He's fat. Please. You got to be fat, too. <laughs> please be knowledgeable about horse stuff, or I will sell to you. I ain't a riding farm. You may come not ride here for multiple times. If you desire, I'll send him home with you. You can catch and push and trailer. You ride or and you send back. I will give you some tack, but you cannot keep my saddle or brittle or blankets for food. I want all back. I will let you try with the though 250 and you own. Have a nice day. That was what? tough to read because everything there was misspelled. There are dots everywhere. That was tough to miss. That was tough to read. Okay, let me break this down. They've got a uh one big golding horse, either that's a gelding or a palomino. I don't know. He is big bones, so you must be two. So they're looking for like a plus size rider. $350. You got to be now legible about horse stuff or I will nor sell to you. Okay, so you got to be a know what you're doing. I ain't a riding farm, so you cannot come here for multiplie times so you can come ride him once once you get once and then you're out i'll and send then, him home with you for three then you have to well, catch him and you have to put him in your trailer and then you ride and you send him back if you want or you can keep him but she's gonna give you a saddle and bridle and blankets and food but she wants it all back so you got to send the food back too I don't know. And there's two different prices listed. It, one place says $250. The other place says $350. You know what? So, that's a really bad ad. Karen. That's a really bad ad. You understood the assignment. Yes, well um, Lindsay sent the next one. This is Middle Georgia Horse and Tech. Okay. <laughs> Seems like we have one every week out of Middle Georgia Horse and Tech. <laughs> there's a Facebook page for everything. This this uh, is a, well, it's a Facebook page and it says that 
it's like a clapping emoji and then there's some stars in the emoji and then the name of the animal is Squidward. And you know what? I'd probably buy him just for that. Nine-year-old intact male donkey bought a couple months as bought a couple months as a companion donkey has been in the pasture with male horses. I think he misses his donkey friends. However, we're only selling cause he's keeping our mare who's in a different pasture and heat. He would be great as a cattle companion or pasture ornament. He loves stealing snacks from you. He is halter trained, but doesn't not like being led on a rope. That would, that's not halter train. Yeah. Squidward is free. You come pick him up and take him, and the halter goes with him. Because we can't get it off. <laughs> we can't touch him. So, can we all say it together? Geld that. It doesn't love, matter, Geld. I love how stealing snacks is a good thing. That means he attacks you if you have anything in your hands. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, this is quite the steal of. A, I gotta tell you, he's really cute though. Oh, like, this little he's tiny adorable. donkey. They're all cute. <laughs> Matt sent this one in. It's okay. our horse trailer of the week, a 1988 Russeller four horse stock trailer for five hundred dollars. That's not a horse trailer. That's like <sighs> some the back of a this semi. This is something. This is. A four-horse, rounded front horse trailer from, what, 1988. It looks like it's been sitting in the woods. This is sitting in the woods. It is completely covered in leaves. The leaves are so high that you can't see the tires. They're you up can't the see the fenders above the tires. <laughs> they, they should have at least taken it out of the woods to take the picture. It is completely overgrown with green stuff in the back. And rust. Completely Glenn, with I'm going to have to jump in here and tell you, do you know what that plant is in the front part right in front of this, this, uh, it's not trailer. What is that? That's poison ivy. Oh, so it's completely <laughs> so, covered probably in and out with poison ivy. You got it. I got it, buddy. There's poison ivy all around this thing. So good luck getting oh, it out. That's an extra hundred dollars. Then, uh, you get a bonus. We going to pay you for $500 <laughs> to come and get it. <laughs> I don't know how you'd get it. It's in the middle of the woods. There's like trees growing I've around. I've never thing. seen leaves that deep. <laughs> That's amazing. It's like they took all the leaves from the yard and dumped them on the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they were trying to make a big pile of leaves and then tell somebody to go jump in the pile and then they'd hit the trailer. Yeah. That's Jerk. Right. Oh, God. Taylor sent this one in Kentucky Mountain Horse for trade or sale. Y'all bringing me some Southern things. Okay. This is a black slash dark brown stallion 2019 model, basically untouched. <laughs> Good start. Good start. Need to sell ASAP due to divorce. Buyer is responsible for transport, sweet boy, but has no training or farrier work. Or uh, nothing done. He has just years without farrier work. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, he has just been. Oh, hold on, Peter. He has just been a pasture pet, extremely well behaved for a stallion. Prefer trades, but open to cash. Interested in a small storage shed, chainsaw trailer, small shipping container, or what else you got? <laughs> no soul, no soul, no soul, no soul. Oh, I don't need Go ahead a soul. And say it. I, Say, say what? Well, no soul? Like, like no, first of uh, all, I'll well just yell that. <laughs> you know what? It's not well behaved. This is a horse that was born in a field and nobody's ever touched it. Ever that touched has it. never had farrier work, nope. that work, nothing, 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 nothing. 
you should be ashamed of yourself. Well, we're trying to find it a hope for now. How much was that thing? Didn't say, did it? No. Oh, and I'm scrolling. I had to resign into my stupid. No, the, there's no price on it. All right, there. If you live in Kentucky and want an untouched mountain horse with long feet, you know where to find it. Alice. <laughs> you know where to get it. You want to catch yourself a wild stallion? Head on over I'm to Kentucky. It. And as the uh, previous ad said, you can push it in the trailer. <laughs> Alice said. Uh, I'm chasing said him with that train and... chainsaw that I'm hoping to trade for it. Did you ever notice the further deep in the South we get, the more they want to trade and they don't want money? I wonder why trade? that is. I don't know. It's, it must be a culture thing where the further we get into the country, the more trading we do. I don't know. Alice sent this one. Don't want the government getting involved in my transactions. Looking at Alice's name, I think she might be new. I don't remember her before. Uh, well, welcome, Alice. Thanks for sending this in. This is from Las Vegas. We don't get a lot of those. It's a quarter horse for sale. Beautiful Beautiful alpha quarter horse, spelled differently every place. <laughs> 20 years. He is so healthy and showing no signs of slowing down. He loves to run and play and be ridden. He's a big boy. Having a horse is a beautiful experience. This horse is for an experienced rider or a very confident rider. Most of his tack included like fly sheet and his after bath blanket, etc. Huh. He's a big 20-year-old, obnoxious, pain-in-the-ass quarter horse. That's what it comes down to. But you can have him for (laughs) $3,000. I think that's over our price for pain-in-the-ass quarter horses. I really do. I think so, too. We'll Mm. see how that goes. Uh, Savannah sent the next one in. Arkansas, ponies and horses. Did you notice I gave you all the southern ones today? I don't know if you can do... uh, like Arkansas kind of has that Oklahoma yeah, that, feel with like yeah, that kind of has a different accent in Arkansas. Arkansas is like a mix of of Louisiana and Oklahoma. I don't know mm. if I'm capable, but I'll give it a try. Wonderful little mare if want cow. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's what I said. Wonderful, Wonderful little mare if want cow. If, if want cow, come check her out. Loves it outside. As well in arena, big heart. There you it's go. On a mare or a cow? I, I don't, don't get the know, cow man. I'll tell you what, they do <laughs> post a picture of a horse a couple times, and I'm pretty sure that's not the same horse in the pictures. One is a red dun, and the other is a palomino. And then they got some papers listed. There you go. You get what you get. You show up at that one. It's like an auction. You go home, <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> you but you know what? Home. You might get a cow. It's all a fun <laughs> game. I think the next one we already did. So I'm going to go. We can go to right to the last one. Glenda sent this one in. Glenda got some good horses in Snowville, Utah. No training. In parentheses, gentle. They just keep having babies. <laughs> like she doesn't know how that happens. What the hell? I don't know how these happen. I come outside. There's another baby on the ground. They just keep popping out. It is Utah. Six to nine hundred dollars, possibly trade for feed or training. An X Ange throw will be an offer. They just keep having babies. I'm gonna write that down. It's gonna go on with Mother Trotter. Not a show horse. This is a fun horse. Rage we need a T-shirt with the, just a whole bunch of horses on it that just says we. They just keep having babies. Oh I God. love that one. And Can then it just... says Fader Nudergeld on the back. 
That's a perfect one. I'm writing it down right now. It's we did have my... a trend today. A lot of untouched, nor- untouched naughty horses today. We had a trend. Geld that. <laughs> you know, everybody likes to. when you say that saying, but we tried to do a whole line of merchandise with that, and nobody was willing to wear it. I, I have a bump sticker on my beetle, and I have a sweatshirt. I was just talking to one of the children. I was like, make your own catchphrase and own it. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, I'm in a marketing class. I'm like, catchphrase, make it and own it. And so I, maybe nobody else likes it, but I like it. And I have my own merch. (laughs) I am the only one who bought. (laughs) That's right. I think we had maybe one listener who bought it. No, that was me. Oh, <laughs> that was that was me who purchased it because I and I bought all the things because you, when she did the geld that sh- drawing Jessica, it looks just like Zeus, even though she didn't mean to make it look like Zeus. I think it was like in her brain that it should look like Zeus. And because that would be the prime example of something you should geld. And um, yes, so I have a sweatshirt with a zip up hoodie with Zeus on the back. It says Gail Dutch and my bumper sticker, which my son was like, mom, that's a bad word. And I'm like, no, that's a dollar sign, a hashtag, an exclamation point and a plus. Yeah, that's right. It's not a word at all. No, it's not. <laughs> it's signs. It's, it's alluding to that. Well, I, I better call it a day before my uh, computer battery runs out of uh, steam here in the truck. And it's getting warm now in the truck. So let's call it a day. There won't be a post-show today. Auditors will be back to you on Monday. I do have something I haven't talked about at all uh, that is going to happen next week. Is I'm going to be taking my first driving lesson. Heather, well, hell, you've been driving since you're 16 years old. About damn time you learned how to do it. <laughs> I know. Heather, who lives near us, who's been on our show, who's a who was a competitive driver and has a professional carriage business. I said she gives lessons now, and I said I want to take lessons. I've never learned how to drive correctly, so I need to learn how to drive correctly. So I told her, make believe I'm brand new because I'm doing everything wrong for the last 30 years. So I'm going to go take lessons with her drive. And she's going to come on and give regular updates about how I'm doing. Oh, that's so, fantastic. What a good idea. So, I hope they go better than the lessons I had, which was the girl was shocked. I didn't know how to hook up a horse to a cart. I'm like, why would I know that? <laughs> yeah, Everybody knows that. I've been doing no, that. I've probably been doing that wrong for 30 years, too. We'll find out. Oh, yeah. You're uh, going to get you're going to get in big trouble. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> So I will give you reports on that. I figured, you know, you've been that girl for so long. It's about time I be that guy, you know, Yay! So I figured I figured it's my turn. All right, everybody have a great weekend. Bay neuter geld. And don't let them just keep having You made it through another post show. Thank you for all your support. Now go ride your horse.